Josh Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRX. This edition, Quail Bay, hidden treasure of the Caribbean. Hey, come with me to a tropical island where the tread winds blow. There's white sand, lush vegetation, steep hills drop dramatically to blue sea, and the soundtrack is Quelbe music. So welcome to St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands. This is Blinky and the Roadmasters, a legendary Quelbe band with Blinky on sax. This tune is Quadrille Figure Six. Music for quadrille dancing. We'll experience quadrille a little later in the program and meet a quadrille floor master. Quelbe is the official music of the U.S. Virgin Islands. The lead instrument is either a saxophone or flute. After that, the band includes triangle or steel, a small banjo, and a scored gourd called a squash. In recent years, modern instruments have gotten into the mix. Bass, keyboards, drum kits. Here's Stanley and the 10 Sleepless Nights, a top Quelbe band on St. Croix today. Have you been to St. Croix? Well, it's 87 square miles big, more or less 20 miles by 6 miles. It's the easternmost point of the entire U.S. The U.S. bought St. Thomas, St. John, and St. Croix from Denmark in 1917. The islands are a U.S. territory with non-voting representation in Congress. But overall, the U.S. Virgin Islands are not on the radar screen of the so-called mainland. A recent exception is the 2016 release of a collection of songs called Quelbe, Music of the U.S. Virgin Islands. It's a lovely studio recording of Stanley and the Ten Sleepless Nights. It's on Smithsonian Folkways. Here's a Quelbe standard called Cigar Win the Race. Oh, you know that cigar win the race. Oh, you know that cigar win the race. Oh, you know that cigar win the race, my lad. The Dutchman went a road to the bush. How you know that's a girl in the race? How you know that's a girl in the race? How you know that's a girl in the race, my lad? The Dutchman went a road to Well, this is about a horse named Cigar who ran a race on St. Croix. It seems there was a spell cast. Did it influence the outcome of the race? Bottom line, Cigar win the race. Played this time by Stanley and the 10 Sleepless Nights. That's K-N-I-G-H-T-S. Stanley is a flute player and a flute maker and a tradition keeper. The history of St. Croix is complex. The island has changed flags seven times since Columbus claimed it for Spain in 1493 on his second voyage to the New World. St. Croix has been controlled by Spain, England, Holland, France, the Knights of Malta, yes, Denmark, and the United States. 
Among the artifacts left by the colonizers are rhythms, melodies, dance figures, and party traditions. Every holiday, they used to have what they call masquerade. The band used to consist of a bass drum, a kettle drum, fife, and a steel triangle. That used to be the music for the masqueraders. And after that, they start adding the banjo. And they used to play that kind of music, and they used to call it Quelbe. I don't know what the word means, you know. I've wondered about that, but the name used to be derogatory. It was a negative thing because when I started to do it, a lot of my elders used to be telling me, I mean, don't do that, <laughs> you know. His elders warned him away, but Stanley Jacobs did not obey. He played Quelbe. He made his own fife and played it proudly. Notice the power banjo strumming. This is authentic Quelbe, an old standard named Gallows Bay featuring Stanley Jacobs on flute. My name is Stanley Jacobs, and my role in Quelbe is to play it. When I was um, very young, I used to live in a upstairs a house over by the fort. Was a little house, and there was a old man in there who, in, in the wee hours of the morning, he used to be drumming bongos and congas. That was the first thing I heard in my life as a music. And then on the wharf, which was over the gut, they used to keep dances there, quadrille dances, and they used to hear them playing. Stanley Jacobs recorded this old-school masquerade music in the late 70s. It's on a collection of Crucian field recordings called Zoop, Zoop, Zoop that Rounder Records put out in 1979. I rather walk and drink rum all night before me go ride on a bigger carousel. You know, hey, well, a bigger 
The mellifluous saxophone is played by the late Sylvester Blinky Macintosh. Blinky helped establish the sax as a lead instrument in Quelby. He and banjo player James C. Brewster started playing in the 60s and kept the Quelby torch ablaze for decades. James E. died in 2014, Blinky in the fall of 2017. This is Blinky and the Roadmasters playing La Biga's Carousel, off a ship unknown. Quelby is a public domain tradition. This one tells the story of a man from Puerto Rico, La Biga. In the 1930s, he shipped a carousel to St. Croix. He wanted to make money selling rides on that carousel, but he insulted the Crucian laborers. This song tells the story from a Crucian point of view, of course. I'd rather walk and drink rum all night before me go ride on La Biga carousel. You know here what La Biga say? The people know worth more than half a cent a day. I'd rather walk and drink rum all night before me go ride on La Biga carousel. I'd rather walk and drink rum all night before me go ride on La Biga carousel. You know here Among the current keepers of Quelby are Stanley and Pikey. Stanley Jacobs is flute player and leader of Stanley and the Ten Sleepless Nights. Dimitri Kopman, known as Pikey, is saxophonist and leader of the Renaissance Band. Both Stanley and Pikey learn directly from the greats of Quell Bay. Jamesy, Blinky, Joe Paris. This is Joe Paris and the Hot Shots in 1976. The band's saxophone player is Pikey, barely out of college. The song is a perennial favorite called Slime on Goose. My name is Dimitri Copeman. Everybody, well, a lot of people know me by my nickname, Pikey. I'm a musician, I play saxophone. And basically, I've dedicated myself to keeping the Quelby music alive. 
when I first started playing this music, when I joined Joe Paris Band. This was in uh, 1976. At that same time, I started interviewing my grandfather. I came to the realization that the music was being lost, mainly because it wasn't documented in any way, any form. It wasn't written down in music or even in words. It wasn't being recorded as much. I came to find out that there were so many songs still that wasn't recorded. My grandfather also helped me a lot of information. He wasn't a musician, an amateur musician, but he grew up in those very early years. He was born in 1896. And he told me as a young man, he attended a lot of quadrille dances back in the time. So he he, he knew a lot of songs. As a matter of fact, he used to sing them for me and I would tape him just like how you tape me though. He gained a little, a little insight into the music and a lot of the songs, at least the lyrics, you know? When you had me, you didn't want me. Why the hell you want me now? When you had me, you didn't want me. Why you bothering me now? Yes, you had me, you didn't want me. Man, I'm tired of your life. You left me, now you want me. Now to hell I win the grand prize. Laser, laser, move from the door. Laser, girl, I say laser, don't bother me no more. Laser, laser. In the 60s, you know, the cultural thing had kind of um, was like dying out, like the masquerading and stuff didn't really pass on to a younger generation, you know, like that. And even the Quebec, they, they really didn't pass on like that. I mean, it was a really an effort was made to really, you know, teach them and show them something. You know, Calypso and, and Quebec may sound close because they belong to the same family tree but there's two different types of music I don't believe in mixing them up or playing calypso when you should be playing quelbe when you had me you didn't want me why the hell you want me now when you had me you didn't want me why you bothering me now yes you had me you didn't want me but I'm tired of your life you left me now you want me cause your hair with the grand Well, when, I, when we got gone, it may not continue. But then again, you know, there, there, every now and then a student comes around who notices the music and loves it and will try to preserve it.
you'll meet Sasha Alexander, a 20-something flute player taught by Stanley Jacobs. She takes her role as a Quelby ambassador seriously. She's passionate about St. Croix and its culture. Tourism drives the economy, yet St. Croix is the least visited of the U.S. Virgin Islands. It's 42 miles away from the sister islands of St. Thomas and St. John, but from the mainland perspective, they are all mostly out of sight and out of mind. After hurricanes Irma and Maria, the U.S. Virgin Islands feel abandoned by mainland USA. Hurricane season, everything gets disrupted if not ruined. Infrastructure, healthcare, education, and of course, cultural affairs like music. With or without hurricanes, well, it's a struggle to get Quelbe into the schools. Stanley Jacobs took on Quelbe education personally. He and his band, the 10 Sleepless Nights, are committed to keeping Quelbe vibrant. We started with the elementary school. You know, what I like about it is that the children like it. They learn, you know, when our children learn quick. When I would teach them, teach them melody and and in one go around they will catch it, you know. I said, wow. But because it's not an official part of the curriculum, the way we had to do it was going in half school hours, which was like lunchtime and um, after school. The whole band went in. Each um, band member taught two or three children whatever instrument they play. They still play together. They went away. To, to college and came back and they're adults now and they play three of them are teaching music of course we, we gave them scholarship we give scholarship to as many as we can that are going to major in music and are going to the promise to come back and teach here and teach Quelbe. Thank you. 
my name is Sasha Alexander, and my relationship to Kwalbe music is my heart. It truly is my passion, it's my culture, and it's who I am. school teacher Sasha Alexander got the bug from Stanley in elementary school. He clearly lit a Kwalbe fire in her. Kwalbe is our national music and the dance to it is quadrille. Learning the art of quadrille dance is beautiful and I love to see different dances as opposed to what they know as pop culture for black people in particular around the world. So when I see people coming together and just dancing without it having to be a bump and grind, I enjoy it. available on iTunes on an album called Crucian Scratch Band Music. Well, we'll talk about scratch band music as a term a little later in the program. I'm Georges Collinet. You're listening to Quelbe, Hidden Treasure of the Caribbean on Afropop Worldwide from PRX.
Not much of Quelbe is readily available online. Keeping culture alive and accessible is a continuing concern. Youth leave the island for college, and many, if not most, never return. In the case of Pikey, Dimitri Kopman, it was a different story. While away at college on the U.S. mainland, he was provoked into committing to Crucian culture. I found out about the music when I was in high school, but I wasn't, at that time, really attracted to it. I was more interested in Calypso, in James Brown and Cool and the Gang were big at that time, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was more interested in that and jazz. But when I went off to college, I stayed off campus. It was myself and a friend of mine from here and two Jamaican fellows. And um, the Jamaicans were very, very proud and, and um, nationalistic, you know? And they would always brag about, oh, we got reggae. And because at that time, you know, reggae was just hitting big. Bob Marley's still alive and, you know, this is 1975. And they would always talk about Jamaica, you know, always bragging about Jamaica, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And well, I was studying art, but I was always a musician. <laughs> so we'd, sometimes we get into the music, we say, well, what kind of music you have? And they say, yeah, well, we got our quarterback music, our quadrille music. They say, oh, well, yeah, we got that too, but that's the old time thing, you know. We, we got what about something modern, you know. <laughs> you know? And we used to have those kind of discussions, you know. And because of those discussions, I came to realize that um, I didn't know as much about my local history and culture as I thought I did, and especially about the music. I decided, after thinking a good while and saying, you know, when I go back home, I'm going to make it my business to learn as much as I could about my Virgin Islands history and culture, and especially music. Renaissance band, led by Pikey, Dimitri Kopman, playing for an outdoor quadrille dance on St. Croix. Pikey discovered Quelbe by accident. I was just fascinated with saxophone and anybody who played. I don't care how good you played. As long as you were playing a saxophone, I just wanted to hear it. I saw Blinky playing the music and, and I, he was playing so well and everything. And I just actually had seen him before, you know, but not playing music. He, he was also a master roller skater. Yeah. Back in the early 60s, there was a skating rink. One night we were there, man, and I saw this man skating. Very dark, black man. Wearing the dark shades, you know, and he's got these pronounced features, you know. And he's muscular, man. He's built like a bodybuilder, you know. And he's skating so confidently. And he, you know, his hands are behind his back like this. And he's skating backwards and he's turning around. And he's just so leisurely. And I mean, like, a pro, you know. And I'm admiring this. I said, damn, this dude can skate, man. This dude, he's really good. I, don't, I didn't know who he was. Anyway, a couple of years later, I'm just, just beginning. I'm still in school. I'm just beginning to learn to play the saxophone. And who should I see playing sax? Blinky. 
same guy as us, Kaitin. I didn't know he played saxophone. I said, man, I could play saxophone too. He's playing it, you know, damn good saxophone. And I'm just standing up, listening and admiring it, you know, and... That was my first real encounter with him playing the saxophone, and that's what drew me in because he played the sax. And I started checking the music. But then, as I said, when I joined the band in 1976, that's when I really honestly got into it, and I started doing interviews with all, going around to all these old musicians, asking them about the song, because that's what worried me. The songs were being lost. And I said, damn, I got to do something to protect these songs, to save them. You know, I said, the best thing, I'm going to learn all of them. has nuances and history. It has choreography, French words, optional madras clothing and terminology to master. But no worries, there is a master, a floor master. The dancers and the musicians take instruction from the floor master. Here is how the late James C. Brewster explains quadrille and the floor master's role. Each piece of music have a beat. And the beat, you, the floor master, have to put it in the dancers. You cannot have a quadrille if you don't have a floor master. You must have a floor master since it's a quadrille dance. Oh, the floor master do the calling, give the orders to the dancers. They have to do as he say. The livelier the floor master is, the more livelier the dancers is. It gives the musician a good spirit when he has a lively floor master and also the dancers. So a very bright flow master carries a very good name. Company, balance. 
change your way. you play the lead instrument, you've got to know it. You play for quadrille dance. You know, you know, the floor master, which is the person who does the calling, he's going to turn to the lead player. He doesn't turn to anybody else in the band. He plays to turn to the lead player and say, give me a first figure. When he says that, you've got to know what to play. itself is a suite of dances and each figure is a particular dance within the suite. It's, it's like for example, right, it's um you have a first figure, there's a second figure, then there's a third, there's a fourth, and then there's a figure called the Maharp, which would qualify as a fifth, but nobody calls it a fifth figure. And then from the Maharp you go to a sixth figure. And then after the sixth figure there's a, what is known in, in, in the European style of quadrille as the finale. But we call it a merengue. And it has nothing to do with the Spanish music merengue. Mikey knows the ins and outs of Crucian music and dance. There are plenty of, let's call them, Caribbean contradictions. What we might call a jig in 6-8 could be played in 4-4 for a Crucian quadrille. The St. Croix merengue is not the Spanish, Dominican or Haitian merengue. piece of music is a Caribbean contradiction of sorts. It's a melody played for a set of dancers called Lancers, a variant of quadrille. This is Lancers number four. It might sound completely different somewhere else, but I like it Crucian style.
Tune. Turn and change hands and change direction. Keep going. Keep going. Promenade to your station. So you're going to keep in the circle form all the way till you get back to your station. Balance your partner. Balance your country partner. Tune. Company. Balance. Tune. Balance your country partner, gentlemen. Balance your own partners. Tune. Ladies, change away. Ladies alone. On the island of Saint Croix, we do French quadrille. You hear the words like balancier and tune, and those are French words. The islands of St. Thomas just flat German quadrille. So although we still call it quadrille, you know, we do it differently. My name is Kendall Casey Henry. I'm a member of Stanley and Tennessee Pest Nights. I'm also one of the founders of the IR Cultural Dance Company. I started out dancing, love to dance. It's, a, it's in the family. That was Going to a quadrille dance was a family event. My aunts, my grandmother, my uncles, my cousins all went to quadrille dance together. So it was a family event in, in, in the town of Frederickstead. The quadrille was fashionable in Europe in the 17 and 1800s. Colonizers seemed to take it everywhere they went. The dance and its supporting music has developed in different ways, in different places, ever since. Floor master Casey Henry is in his early 30s. He learned by dancing and by studying directly with the so-called grandmasters, the best of the floor masters. In relative isolation on St. Croix, in the hands of self-taught musicians, playing homemade instruments, Quelbe delivers a lively beat for quadrille. Here is James C. and the Happy Seven with an old Quelbe, Zoop Zoop Zoop, based on a children's nonsense rhyme. Baba, he 
When daddy went in dong, daddy be cook for me dong. When daddy drinky wong, daddy be cook for me dong. Daddy di baba, he went to share me baba. Daddy di baba, he went to find me mama. He said, lay, 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 mama, lay, lay, lay. Mommy, tell me, mommy, say, get down already. Tell me, mommy, say, wallo. Tell me what I got so dearie. Wallo, wallo, wallo. music now we have a lot of outside influence um, from the other islands you know um, steel pan you know calypso music you know soca music that is now becoming a part of virgin islands way of life now because if you see our festivals our different events they're always based around this soca or steel pan music you know and it really takes away from Kuelbe music, which is the official music of the Virgin Islands, and not enough of our young men and women are interested in playing Kuelbe music because of these other overshadowing in outside influences. So in that sense, yes, I am worried about Kuelbe music living on, but as a young person, I will definitely try my best to continue the quality of music in the Virgin Islands. The reason why I am not worried about Quelbe is because I came back to St. Croix after I graduated from college because I know that I wanted to be a part of my culture and I wanted to be a cultural bearer and make sure that I keep the culture alive and help my students as a teacher to understand the importance of Quelbe music. So I am definitely a true ambassador for Quelbe music and I plan to make Stanley and Pikey and Blinky and those before me proud and make sure I try my best to keep the culture alive. Mikey learned this tune from Blinky, but never got a name for it. So now it's simply called Blinky's Number Six. Mikey recorded this in 2004 when he went with James C. and the All Stars to the Chicago World Music Festival.
Disney lives on because in each generation, luckily, older musicians continue to engage with young ones. We were supposed to start a mini Kwabe band, but with the lack of instruments, it's really hard for us to do so. But we are trying to work into a program where we combine the junior high schools to start a small Kwabe band within the students and just kind of get them more involved in Kwabe. For the Kwabe band in particular, we definitely would need a banjo, a bass guitar with an amplifier, a keyboard, um, maybe a couple flutes, an alto saxophone, because those are the instruments that we use some congas, a squash, a triangle. I mean, but we normally pick up any kind of piece of iron and just kind of pong it anyways. So it was like, pong, tong, tong. We use a lot of different materials around the island to create instruments from scratch. In those years, the 20s, 30s, 40s, instruments were not that easy to get. Things like banjos and guitars, you just couldn't buy them here. You would have to get a store here to audit for you. And then you probably saved your money up to, to buy these things, you know. And so what some musicians did is that they made their own homemade cheese can and sardine can banjos and stuff. Those things are very hard to really bring them in tune. You could get away with a homemade flute bamboo or a piece of pipe or something. You could get away with that because um, it depends on where you move the cock. You could get the guitar and banjos to tune with you. James Miller in the 1970s playing a fife that band leader Stanley Jacobs made. Stanley made quite a few back in the day. The music has been called scratch music or fungi. But in 2003, the Virgin Island passed a bill naming Quelbe the official music of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Senator Sean Michael Malone sponsored the bill. He said, quote, this is a unique opportunity for Virgin Islanders to re-identify with our cultural identity. For too long, many aspects of Virgin Islands culture have faded into the background. Preservation in mind, band leader Stanley Jacobs has embarked on a project to record every known Quell Bay song. Pikey, Dimitri Kopman, is working on a written history of Quell Bay, and the younger generation is stepping up. Just 
just get the mansion I own. Bars in jail, house I did the money day. Don't ask me nothing, tell. Just get the mansion trash. Bars in jail, house I did we going up on. Queen Mary is an old Quelby song about a rebel cruisian. Nicknamed Queen Mary, one of three women who led a historic workers' uprising on Danish St. Croix in 1878, an event called Fireburn. The history of St. Croix is woven into these songs. It is our music, Crucian music. You have the same thing on every other Caribbean island, but each one has its own flavor. The beat is basically the same. But I think it's the accent, the phrasing, and the melodic pattern structure. That's the difference. That, that's ours. Queen Mary girl, I say, why you going up on? Queen Mary girl, I say, why you going up on? Man, no ask me nothing, tell. Just get the match and try. We're just trying to get into the schools where we can do our part to keep the community culturally aware that, you know, this is ours. This belongs to the Virgin Islands. Quelbe music and quadrille dancing is something that is very, very unique. Visit the Virgin Islands, and when you visit, make sure you ask for some local music, Quelbe music. We want to see some quadrille dancing because that is authentically Crucian. That's Crucian music, Crucian dance. Thanks for listening to Afropop Worldwide's Quelbe, hidden treasure of the Caribbean. Here's a heartfelt plea for love and support from Sasha Alexander. Help me and the rest of us who care about our tradition. Almost every country has their traditions being passed on from generation to generation. It seems as though the U.S. Virgin Islands The hope is no longer there because we are often forgotten by our own mainland. And because of that, everyone leaves. So I feel like the more support we get from our mainland family, the more the islanders might be able to stay because then like the older folks that can really help teach the traditions, they pick up and leave because they need better medical support. I think once our economy starts to get better, then our culture will continue to stay here, remain on the island and grow. St. Croix, now you know what music and dance to ask for. If you're lucky, you might find live Quelbe and possibly a quadrille. Let's pull this Caribbean tradition out of hiding. Ask for Quelbe, ask for quadrille. Supply follows demand. Many thanks to the musicians and Quelbe ambassadors who spoke with our producer Marika Partridge on St. Croix. Sasha Alexander, Casey Henry, Stanley Jacobs, and Dimitri Pikey Kopman. 
In the Virgin Islands, nicknames are big. Before leaving St. Croix, Marika Partridge asked Pikey about his nickname. Pikey is a corruption of something else. My grandmother, this is when I was like about four years old, getting ready to start kindergarten. But she would always hug me, oh, he's so sweet. And she started calling me pie cake. And you know, that's double sweet. <laughs> I guess the fellows in the neighborhood somehow heard that pie cake. You know, and then for them it became pie cake. Hey, my name is Georges Maxivumvum Collinet. But, you know, one of these days I will tell you the story of my nickname. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art. And from PRX affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your station. Additional support for Afropop Worldwide comes from Womex, the showcase, seminar, and trade fair for world and roots music, October 19th to the 23rd in Lisbon, Portugal. More information at womex.com. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Scenic Beauty Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Marika Paprika Partridge. Subscribe to our podcasts, including radio programs and our Afropop close-up podcast series. And don't forget to join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. This program was mixed at Studio 44 in Brooklyn by Stephanie Lebeau. Additional engineering by Greg Hartman and Michael Jones. Banning Air, C.C. Smith and Akornefa at Chair edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of new media is Mukwai Wabeisi Yolwe and I'm Georges Collinet.